This is Jim Lee, and you're watching and listening to The Action Room. Hi, heroes! This is Stan Lee, and I had to come back to the action room to introduce this special extra action radio show where Tony Wolf interviewed my son, Jim Lee. Enjoy the interview. Excelsior! I'm crazy! Hey, this is Tony Wolf for the Action Room in Midtown Comics, and we're here. We just had a signing at Midtown Comics Downtown with legendary comic book artist and DC co-publisher, Mr. Jim Lee. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, my pleasure. Okay, so the signing today is for uh, uh, Jim Lee's Icons. What was it like to revisit a lot of your uh, older work, Wildstorm, image work in the book? Uh, I feel like I can officially uh, retire now. Uh, it's, it's great to see all that work collected and commemorated. Um, it's, yeah, it's a wonderful collection. I mean, I honestly don't keep a lot of my comics in my house, and um, it's a way for me to kind of show people that don't know much about comics or don't know much of the work I've done and just say, hey, this is what I've done in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Where are your comics now? Where are my comics? I, I have them in the house. I just, I just don't have one of every There's too many, honestly, yeah. So your father, Stan Lee, right. first got you started in the comic book business, is that correct? That's right, when he, uh, yeah, when he was over in Korea during the war. That's right. Yeah. He wasn't a deadbeat dad, though. Oh, I know he was. He always sent me bundles, and okay. honestly, it got action. I'm sorry, well, that joke never gets old. Maybe, maybe for us or for you, I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Stan is an inspiration to me. He is like my other father, honestly, though. Uh, he's, he's a great guy, and... Um, you know, I'm so happy that, that I've gotten to know him over the years. And I, I, he has really been a role model for me, just the way he interacts with fans oh, and definitely. how he's this incredible ambassador for comics. And his, you know, passion for the uh, medium is just, uh, it, uh, it's, it's inspirational and it's, it's very contagious. So Marvel, of course, gave you your start in comics. But, of course, now you're the co-publisher of DC. In a throwdown, if you had to pick right now, who's better, Marvel or DC? Oh, uh, well, you know what? I, I, it's a, it's an interesting question. I'm, I'm going to say DC, but really, the, the true answer really is that um, uh, it's great to have that healthy competition because it pushes both the companies to, uh, you know, do great work and um, revolutionize the material, you know, the, the medium. And I, I think it's you know it's good for the fans. I mean it's it's, it's good for the creators that there are other options, um, and you know honestly, if one of the companies is doing poorly, that means uh, forty percent of the industry is doing poorly, and that's that's bad for everybody. So uh, it, it's great when both companies are doing great and are putting out great comics and great movies and all that stuff. So or it could be like a lot of comic book crossovers where they fight and then there's a tie. Yeah, they have to band together to defeat the evil, uh, yeah, lethargy. It's a common foe. So you you were an early adopter of the iPad. So you must be a fan of comic books going digital. Do you, do you think society can become too dependent on technology, or is being taken over by Chinese robots in the future okay with you? I, I'm okay. I'm down with the Chinese robots. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as long as they make my life easier, make the make the pages. Uh, While they're demolishing cities. Yeah, as long as they don't know, learn how to draw comics, I figure I'm pretty safe. But um, no, the iPad is uh, is a real game changer. Obviously, uh, digital comics are are great if you're on the go. And I love you know I actually read a lot of my comics on my iPad because uh, I'm traveling a lot. You do a lot with Twitter and showing sketches on your iPad. I mean, it's just a real interactive medium to. Um, 
engage the fans, and yeah. it's something that didn't exist, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. I think it makes the the hobby, the um, the art form more interesting right. and uh you know hopefully we we can educate and excite new fans into coming into the business and there's also been talk about uh changing the way artists might draw comics obviously double page spreads might get somewhat altered uh, have you been part of that conversation well obviously you know uh what looks great in print doesn't always look great when you port it into um you know a different platform like an iPhone certainly because it's smaller uh iPad because it's a fixed uh, dimension and so uh, i think what that really does is it kind of bifurcates um the kinds of stories that can be presented you can do stuff that's optimized for print that really plays to what print can do well and then there, you can have stories that are optimized for iPhones or iPads where uh maybe they're quicker shorter uh stories with less double page spreads. So in 1991, you drew X-Men number one, which of course is still the best-selling comic book of all time. It's been downhill for you ever since, Jim. What went wrong? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I asked that. My, I asked myself <laughs> the question all, all the time. Uh, you know, I think uh, I should have just stayed on that one book for the rest of my career, and I think that would have changed history. I remember you made Magneto very cool and relevant back in the 90s when he hadn't been cool in a while. Uh, you know, I, you, I I always found him uh, one of my fa to be one of my favorite villains uh, through all the years. So I was a huge X Men fan. So I, I did not personally feel that 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 cycle. But I, you know, a lot of fans, um, you know, it, it's almost like uh, everything goes through its waves. Exactly. Sometimes you're zigging and the comics zagging. You can't always have it your way. But uh, joking, because we know it has not been downhill for you. So in all seriousness, uh, what was it like to be part of the comic book industry in that massive boom of the '90s? Uh, it was one big party. That's all I remember. As like <laughs> drink fest. No, I. You know, it was. It was really. I mean, it was very heady. I mean, it was a very heady experience, and and uh, you know, you really had a lot of things change. Uh, you had uh, one of the cool things though is that comics were more accepted by sort of like um, more of the mainstream mainstream absolutely so yeah so you start seeing the comics you know being covered on MTV and yeah. you know a lot more sort of mainstream news coverage and I think that eventually evolved to what you have today where you have like you know the New York Times covering events and in, in, in comic books which you would never have imagined or thought of back in the uh, late 80s right. yeah uh, so of course in 92 you left Marvel to start your own company with many other artists of course image comics who came up with the idea to start Image specifically? Who named it? And what were those first few meetings like with those guys? Were they exciting? Were they scary? They, they were very interesting. Uh, yeah, to, to use, uh, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, you know, everyone probably has a different history of it. Um, my, my recollection is that Rob came up with a name, introduced the, the icon. But to me, the sort of the driving force behind it was... Was was Todd, but I, I I think it would not have happened if all of us kind of decided that we're going to do this together. I think right. part of the mentality was if we don't get everybody, then it's not going to make as big of a splash. And I and I think that was the right uh, approach, and and obviously it worked. So in retrospect, though, any lessons you learned, places where you felt like you may have gone astray with Image, business lessons you learned about where you may have, uh, what what advice would you give to future people starting their own business from what you learned from what went well and what maybe didn't go as well? Don't solicit books until they're finished. That would probably be my first, uh, that would be the number one adage, okay. one thing to carry out of uh, Image Comics. Um, have them in the can. That said, let me just say it's a very difficult sort of uh, mentality to overcome. I know it's very simple to say that, but f 
from a freelancer point of view. A lot of the, a lot of people are very deadline oriented, and if they know that the book's never going to be solicited, they basically work at a pace that's two to three times slower, or they may never finish it. I can I can tell you a number of projects that were never done because creators were doing those graphic novels with open ended deadlines, myself included. So um, and it, and it's just something about uh, the excitement that's created when something's announced that, that gets creators engaged in, in, in the creative process. That um, So, yeah, I think it's a very, very tricky, it's a, it's, a, it's a real dilemma that has to be resolved, though. Right, right. And is it great to see how Image has continued to grow? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at something like Walking Dead and the oh, success yeah. of uh, Robert Kirkman's work. I mean, that would not have happened, I think, if Image wasn't created and had that, yeah. provided that outlet for his work. So. You're like a proud papa. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so you were 22 when you started in this business, and now you are. What do you think? And uh, do you ever get tired of drawing? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's never felt like work to me. Um, so that's that's. Uh, but at the same time, I think if I just drew all the time, I would be kind of bored doing that, and that's what always kind of led me towards um, either you know organizing my own conventions or obviously starting a, you know image comics with other guys. Um, having my own production company, I, you know, there's something, you know, drawing is a very solitary experience and I've always wanted to work in a studio and work with other people. I think it keeps you kind of creative, it keeps you mentally young and, and I think it's, it's something that I, I never really want to kind of part with. So as co-publisher of DC Comics, Jim, what are you involved with? What can you tease? Can you break any uh, potential news or a little... Uh, uh Batman Europa, which uh, ships early next year. Four issues. That's right. I'm um, doing the first issue of, of the four. Uh, it's a project that was hatched back in the the day, the day when I uh, lived in uh, Italy. Um, for All European artists? Uh, mostly European, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not European. So, yeah. So most, You're de facto. Yeah, mostly European artists. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's it's Batman and Joker romping through Europe. And so I think that's, that's good. You know, I'm doing it kind of in a painterly style, more of a wash. Um, You've also got the DC MMO game. DC Universe Online, which ships early next year, at 2011. And, uh, that, yeah, it's in beta on PS3 and PC. It's doing great. I, a lot of people are very, very happy with it online. And so and you're a big gamer as well. Absolutely. Big MMO player, um, but also a console player. And so um, I think it really kind of hits both those buttons really well. Cool. And anything you can tease for us in the future from DC as a company? Um yeah, you know, more innovating, uh, innovative uh, digital comics. We have a lot of cool plans for that next year. Um, obviously, the MMO that I mentioned. Green Lantern movie. Green Lantern movie. I was just going to say that. In, in, in June of next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the trailers are breaking. And, uh, you know, it's really the first major character that's been featured in a, fe uh, in a movie, you know, um, in many, many years. I mean, it's right. mostly been Superman and Batman. Finally, we'll kind of get to these other iconic characters that are part of the Justice League. Well, thank you so much, Jim Lee. I'm Tony Wolf for the Action Room with Midtown Comics at the signing for Jim Lee's Icons. Thank you, Jim. Hey, thank you. I'm crazy!